Lord, we just thank you for this day. We ask that you be with us as we look at your word and, and look at baptism and what it really means and how important it is and how it's much more than what we even think it is. And we just ask you to be with us as we look at this in your son's name. Amen. Uh, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 to start with. Verse 12. For as the body is one and have many members and all the members that of that one body being many are one body so also in Christ. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one, but many. Stop with that. Uh, we want to look at this because the topic today is who we are in Christ, and it talks about baptism. And most people, when they think of baptism, think of going down to the water. <laughs> Being dunked under the water and being brought back up, and that is a picture that we use of being dead in Christ and rising to, to life, and it is part of baptism. But we're going to look at what this word baptize means in Greek. And in Greek, it is a very strong word, and it means to submerge or immerse, um, but it means to immerse into something that produces a permanent change. And one of the examples that they used in, the, in most Greek books that I have looked at, and I wrote it down, the clearest example showing the meaning of baptizo, which is the word, Greek word for baptize, is in a text from a Greek poet and physician, Nicander, who lived in about 200 BC. It is a recipe for making pickles, and is helpful because it uses both words, because the other word that they sometimes will use is bapto. Nicander says that in order to make a pickle, the vegetables should be first dipped, bapto, into boiling water and then baptized, baptizo, into the vinegar solution. Both verbs consider the immersion of the vehicle, the vegetables in a solution, but the first is temporary and the second is an act of baptizing the vegetables to produce a permanent change. And I love that example because the pickle is a good picture of this because once you put it in that vinegar, you let it sit for however long you let it sit, it is no longer a cucumber. It's a pickle. It's a pickle. <laughs> and technically, I guess it's still a cucumber, but it doesn't taste anything like a cucumber. It doesn't have the texture of a cucumber and anything else that you put in that type of situation. So we want to look at this from that perspective. It says, for by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. We are put into a, one body, and that body is to permanently change us. And I think this is very important for us to grab hold of this idea that we are permanently changed through the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And, and I love that. I love that picture. Because we all think about baptism and the outward display of being baptized, which is actually, when we do a baptism, it's more like a bap the word bapto. We just put them under the water. And we don't hold them under the water until they permanently change. We pick them back up. Because you could permanently change in that water, but it wouldn't be good. We'd be arrested. So we're, we're doing a bapto when we do a physical baptism. Just dipping them in the water and bringing them up. But God is saying that we are to be baptized and changed. And when we get into the Holy Spirit and we are changed, we are brought into a new relationship with God. And it says in this that we are made to drink in, of, into one spirit. In the, in the Hebrew, it is to saturate into the spirit. 
So again, it's, a, it's another picture of baptism. So this, is, this verse is actually doing baptism twice. We are to be saturated with the Holy Spirit. And that saturation works in us to change who we are. And I, and I love the fact that God changes us. He doesn't say, you change yourself. He says, I'm going to put you in the Holy Spirit. You're going to be baptized into the, into the Holy Spirit, and you're going to be changed. And to me, that is one of the greatest things. And I keep saying it over and over. The walk with God is not us doing it. And I love the fact that it is not us. He's the one that makes the change. He's the one that says, this is who you are, and I'm going to make you into my image. And that's where our strength is. That's where our power comes from. That's where the, that's where the excitement comes to live with him. Uh, Leviticus, we talked about the burnt sacrifice, a total consumption to God. And the sacrifice was our, our display that I want to be totally consumed. The whole, this baptism is that same type of idea. I'm changed. I'm changing the way I think, who I am, what I'm going to do. And it's not me doing it. It is, in this, you know, taking the picture of the pickle, the vinegar changing who I am to become something else. And this is where the power comes from. And this is why I love, I love Christianity because it's not a bunch of rules. <laughs> I love the fact that it's not a bunch of rules. It is God saying, I'm doing the work to be baptized, to be changed. We look at Mark 16, 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And we're going to stop there. Believe and be baptized. And again, this is where, this is a new revelation. I just got this. I just really learned this this morning, that baptizing is so much more than the immersion underwater. And I think this is what Jesus is saying here, because this word is baptizo. That being put into something that permanently changes you. And I'm going to have to look. I believe that it's probably everywhere that it says believe and be baptized is probably baptizo. It's not go out and be dipped into the water. It is be put into the Holy Spirit for a permanent change. Yeah, well, let's, let's say this. Let's say you believe Jesus is your Lord and Savior, mm -hmm. but you haven't been baptized immersion style. Are you still saved? Yes. Okay. Because, again, it goes back to this. We're, I'm, I've learned now to re redefine baptized in the scriptures. This is something I just learned today as I was digging into baptism. This word is literally to be put into something that changes you forever. And basically it's, it's a picture of being immersed and staying immersed. The pickle is put into that vinegar and it stays in the vinegar until I'm ready to eat the pickle. <laughs> and I'm beginning to see that this is what he's saying when he says believe not just mental assent, and be baptized. Put into the Holy Spirit permanently to change who I am. Okay, and that's part, I believe it all comes in the same packet. When I truly believe that he is Lord, and really believe it, not just, okay, he's one, you know, he's God, because James says the devils believe, and it doesn't do them any good. So it is that idea that I am a sinner, I am lost, I deserve punishment, I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior, I accept that, and then he takes me and removes me from this world and plops me into the Spirit and says, you're now baptized in the Spirit, stay there and get changed. And this is powerful. 
this is really a very powerful thought because this changes us from this idea of what does he mean when he says baptized? Well, he means to be put into the spirit and let that spirit marinate us and saturate us and change the very character of who we are, which of course takes us to we are a new creation, never before seen before, and we were made a new creation. Why? Because the Holy Spirit changes who we are. So this is, this is fun. This was a fun study this morning when I was really tearing this apart and looking at this. And, and it changed everything I was going to teach when I hit this, this revelation that God gave me about baptism. Because I've always known baptism was more than just the symbol. It was, it was a true changing of who I am. And this is going to be very strong. And I will never read these believe and be, and, and be baptized the same way that I ever read, you know, read them before. Because I'm going to now realize this is that change in my life. The change of who makes me different. Ephesians 4, starting at verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are all called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in you all. One baptism again. Okay, so this means that we are baptized in the Spirit. We're going to be stuck there. We're going to be kept <laughs> kept there. And I, it's a good thing that we're kept there. I'm not going to make that. I, I, I said that stuck there, but I mean, I mean that in a good way. We are in the Spirit. We're going to be kept in the Spirit. And so we're going to look at that. Galatians 3. We're going to go back just a couple pages. And verse 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So this is actually two, two pictures because I've talked about before the idea that when it talks about putting on or being clothed in Christ, especially being clothed in Christ, has the picture attached to it of falling into a very luxuriant robe type thing and just the relaxing of, oh, I'm, I'm here and having him wrap around us. Again, a picture of that baptism in Christ. He is the one that changes me. He's the spirit. He's, he changes me. He's going to keep me totally different. And be able to just work on watching how much he loves us and cares for us. You know, that we are in Christ. That whole part of being in him. We have put on Christ Jesus. He is our righteousness. He is our glory. When the Father looks down to us and he looks at how we're clothed, he sees Jesus Christ. He doesn't see our sin. He doesn't see us our he doesn't even see us being sanctified. He sees us when God looks at us, he sees us without this long sanctification period in between. He says, you're perfect, and then he says, you are perfect. And he doesn't see this long sanctification process where I keep falling down flat on my face and getting back up and, and falling down and getting back up and finally getting some victory and then falling back down again. He only says, okay, you're perfect. Oh, you are perfect. And that short period of time that we call life in between, he says, ah, don't see that. No. Huh? No. Not good he sees Christ. Because we have put on Christ. We have put on the righteousness of Christ. And I hope that more people get hold of that mentality. God sees us as perfect when we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And we, he has dumped us into the Holy Spirit. So during that time we're marinated in the Holy Spirit. He sees us as perfect because he sees us in Christ. And eventually he says, okay, you're finally pickled, or I'm going to take you out. 
here, here you go, you're done. And then we're going to be totally changed. We will be totally changed. I, I, love, I love this picture that, I, I mean, I, I get excited when I read this picture and, and finally got it, you know, and I have read this thing about the, the baptism and the pickle, but it never meant as much to, it, to me as it did today when I really got a picture of that permanent change. The permanent change of being baptized in the Spirit. And, of course, I, I want this to be an exciting time. First Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that your fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. They were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did eat of the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So I'm going to stop there. The idea of the Israelites were baptized Unto Moses, the teachings of Moses, the law. Uh, the other person that we hear being baptized into is the baptism of John the Baptist. And his baptism was repentance. And so each one of those had a baptism and the people acted differently. The, the Israelites under Moses acted differently. They came out of Egypt as slaves and, and basically endued with thoughts of Egypt. They knew the, the religious system of Egypt. I mean, they had the, the, you know, they were still descendants of Abraham, and they knew Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They knew the stories of the Garden of Eden and everything, but they were influenced heavily through the Egyptian culture. And then they were delivered, and the teaching started differently. They started learning to live a different lifestyle, a different way of thinking, and it was a way of thinking that kept that has kept the Jews to this day Jewish. Uh, every Jew, whether they are Reformed or Orthodox or anything, knows the stories of the Old Testament. They know about Father Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. They may or may not totally believe in all of it, depending on what level they're in, but they're all influenced by the stories of the Old Testament. They all, they all know to a degree, depending on how much they practice, they know the feast. They know the, the Passover and, and, and Yom Kippur and, all, and, and trumpets and all of that. They may or may not practice them, but they know of them. They're all totally in, baptized into the thinking of Judaism. And Judaism has kept them separate for all those centuries that they didn't have a, have a home. And so they were baptized into Moses, or the law. You know, we would probably say the law. <laughs> Paul, it, Paul, when he wrote this, was really referring to the law, but he was talking to the Corinthians who may not have understood the term law. So he says Moses, and, that would, and they could go and learn about what Moses taught. Um, if he was talking to the Hebrews, he would have said probably baptized unto the law. Uh, but Moses is more than just the law also because it's the feasts and, and the sacrificial system and everything. And then John came along and he baptized people unto repentance, which was not a big part. Judaism really didn't recognize repentance as much. I mean, as long as you did your sacrifices, you know, we know if you dig deep into it, repentance is part of the sacrifices. 
but it's not necessarily the practice. Oh, I sinned. I got to go. I got to go sacrifice this this animal, and everything's going to be okay. And I put my hands on it. I put my I put my sin on it, and it gets killed, and I'm, I'm free. and I'm free. Uh, now we know as we read into it and you know read the rest of the scriptures, repentance was a big part of the sacrifice, but it wasn't in their day to day practice. And even today. It's really sad because there is no sacrificial system that the Jews have said you just have to do more good than bad and you're okay. I don't know how they come up with that. They don't, you know, it, you know, because it's not reading into the scriptures, but because they don't have a temple to offer sacrifices in, they have to come up with something. And that's what they've come up with, the world system of good and bad, you know, more good than bad. And, uh, but here it says that they were, they were all ate the same spiritual meat and they drank the same spiritual water. And that's what we do when we're baptized into the Holy Spirit. We all now start eating the same spiritual food, the scriptures, and the water is, is Jesus Christ himself. He said, I am the living water. I give life. And we as Christians have the same type of situation. We all, we all eat the same food. The Jews, it was manna and water from the rock. For us, it is literally the manna of the word and the, the water of the Spirit from God. So it is a very powerful thing that we look at, you know, that we are baptized, we are one. All of us as Christians are made into one body. And I love the idea when Paul says we're one body, because the body you know, has all different parts, and, and I love when Paul makes fun of it, he goes, will, will everybody be the eye? <laughs> Well, if you had all the eyes, it wouldn't go anywhere. It wouldn't hear anything. It wouldn't speak. Some people are good at speaking for the church. Other people are good at hearing what's going on. You know, some people are really good about going places and doing things. And it really is a good picture that we are a body. And we all can't do the same thing. We we wouldn't want to do the same thing. Uh, Sometimes when I have my gout, I wish I didn't have some joints. But (laughs) without those joints, I I wouldn't be able to do anything. and God will say, this is what's important for us. You know, and we're going to go forward in those areas. Romans chapter 6, verse 3. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. And like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. And this is another idea, the planting, you know, the, the planting of our, our being. We are putting ourselves into his death, which is, and then being raised up in victory. And this is the important thing. We die to ourself with Christ. And this goes back to my favorite verse, Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Uh, most of the Bible is all about that one verse is a good capstone for just about everything there is and in the scriptures. Very, very <laughs> oh, to crucify me, you know, daily. <laughs> yeah. And help me live your will. And help me live your will, which is what it says. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live; yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live, I live according to the faith in Christ. And that's a very powerful one because it is. He's the one that gives us the strength. After he crucifies our flesh, he gives us the strength to do the good. And this is what, this is what uh, Paul is saying in Romans. And know ye not that, it, that so many of us as were baptized, 
baptized, which is baptizo, in Jesus Christ are baptized into his death. We are put, we are put right into his death. And that changes us. It should change us if, if we're dead. If we die to our flesh, it should be a major change in our life to go forward. Because we are not going to be doing what we want anymore. We will be doing what he desires because we're resurrected back with him. And the great news is that it is with him in a new body, a new way of thinking. And it takes time. Boy, don't I wish it was instantaneous. It would be so nice to be instantaneously changed. <laughs> but that's not the way we do things because the flesh still gets in the way. And we are able to go forward with him more and more. As we learn to walk that spiritual walk, we fall flat on our face and we get back up. We keep falling down. And eventually we're able to be victorious. And all because the spirit changes us. And I've said oftentimes, you know, I, I love the way God works because it's so, uh, you know, he's offered to me, go, are you ready to give this up or not? And I can tell you many times I've said, no, I'm not ready to give it up. And then God comes back a, a little while later, sometimes a couple days later, and says, are you ready to give this up? And a lot of times I've said, no, I'm not ready to give this up. And so the question that we have on this is, are we, are we ready? Are we are we been baptized long enough that we've changed a new way of thinking a new way of thoughts Isaiah 55 verse 8 for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways say the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not hither but water the water of the earth and maketh it that bring forth the fruit forth and bud that ye may give seed to the sower and bread to the water. So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish which, that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing where, where to I send it. God's thoughts always higher than ours. His ways always higher than ours. And when his word goes out, it accomplishes what he wants it to do. And that's one of the reasons that we spend as much time trying to encourage people to give God's word out. When we go and do the parade and do those parades, we give the, we give the word of God out. We give the tracts out. We preach. We give the word of God out. Because his word is what changes things. Uh, I can speak all day and it won't mean anything. But if it, people get to where they hear God's word, they live with God's word, they accomplish God's word, and we see it go forward. And we watch God change people's lives. We watch how he changes lives. And I love the fact that it's him that changes things. Because I, I, I can't do it. I can't change people's lives. I can give people the word. I can teach people. But I can't change their life. It is, his, it is him that does it. It is his baptism that really does it. He puts us in the spirit and we are changed. And I know you're seeing that over time. The more you're getting into the Word and, and everything, the more you're seeing the changes in your life. And well, less fear we have of anybody else. You know, it doesn't, it's not even one person. It's anybody. Because you start looking and say, I fear God. Yeah. I heard, I heard one of the pastors this morning say that what we fear, we will obey. And he was actually talking about the, the spies. You know, they feared the people of, of Canaan. 
And because they feared the people of Canaan, they weren't willing to obey God because they weren't fearing God. And so we've got to get to a place where we fear God. And he's the only one we fear. And I hear people oftentimes say, well, well, I wouldn't do such and such if my mom was around or, or somebody. Well, who are you really fearing? You should be fearing God. And, and God's standards are a lot higher than mom or dad's and the fact that he's always watching. And yet we sometimes fear others more than we fear God. God gives us a standard to live by, and yet we sometimes don't want to live that lifestyle. And we want to be so careful because God's saying, I am, I am the master. I am the one you're supposed to follow. I am the one that you're baptized into. When we really come to that understanding that he's the one that's changing our life, we get to a place where we don't fear men. Because we're not, we really don't care what they say. Because it's my goal is always what I want to hear is when I get to heaven, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into your your, enter into the joy of your Lord. I don't want to hear you barely made it in by the skin of your teeth and my grace. Come on in. I want to hear well done because I want to be servant for God. And sometimes that's going to mean making some people mad at me because I'm going to say things they don't like. I'm going to say what God tells me to say and have them you know, like it or not like it. That's between them. But we want to be able to say, have God say, well done, good and faithful servant. And I guess I am done. We finished this up really quick today. Any comment or questions? Well, no, I'm relieved to know that, that, that bap baptism doesn't save you as much as, a, as the, uh, the acceptance of, and just belief in God. Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And that is all but it I is. My best. I got baptized anyway. Because all the radio preachers said you need to be immersion baptized. Well, God does say that we, he wants us to be baptized, but that is more to show others what has happened inside. And then I got in trouble for that. Yeah, well, that's... Because I didn't invite my family. I'm like, well, he would have laughed at me like Kelly did. Yeah. Well, and, and, and when we fully understand baptism, it's, it's God doing the baptism anyway. The, re, the actual baptism is God doing it. What we do in, in the baptism is a sign to... To other show people. other people what has happened to us. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for this. It was a short day, and we think it was valuable, and we yeah, ask that you go with us and, and be with us as we go forward in this day. In your son's name, amen.